It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 821. Happy Fat Friday, Gronks. What's happening? What's going on? So, uh, the premise was I was ordering you what I wanted to eat for Fat Fridays and you yep. were ordering me what you wanted to eat for Fat Fridays. Yeah, yeah. So, it is Fat Friday. So, you gotta, we, we had to sort of indulge. Your food is here, Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to go get it? Yeah, okay. I'm going to go. Okay, I'll see. Okay, so um, today's Fat Friday, guys. Uh, I had the idea that Josh could look through uh, the Uber Eats app and find something that he really wants for himself. So, it's his, it's what he wants. And then he has to send that to me and then I do the same. I have to look through the app and find what I really want to eat and then send that to Josh. So, he's already got his food. I, mine's not here yet. I'm pissed. But, uh, okay, uh, I'm very happy. Thank you. <laughs> you you're happy? Yeah. Can you see it already? Yeah. Yeah. It's Can come you see in it the already? bag. It's come in the bag. Uh, funnily enough, <laughs> would it disturb you to know that I've actually what you've ordered me? I've had this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, can, can I explain? What yeah. You've got so. Me? Yeah, yeah. Explain, explain, because I really feel like eating this right now, but I'm uh, not eating. Thanks, it right Tommy. Now. It says on the side. Uh, oh yeah. Enjoy the Bergs. Give feedback. Grilled.com.au uh, forward slash feedback. feedback. What, you've, what you've gotten me is the Trio Sliders Brie Chick. Yeah. Classic Zen Chick. Pepsi yeah. Max. And this is, Je- this is Jessica Lucas inspired. Yes. Producer Jess. It's her. Um, she's the. Uh, they call her the, the, tri- the slider or they call her Trio <laughs> the or they call her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but she—that's her. That's her. <laughs> sliders. She. This is her go-to. Uh-huh. Sliders, the trio of sliders from mm-hmm. Grilled. Have you and had so, it before? I mean, the, never, never had mm-hmm. it. I saw it. I thought I want that, and I had to give what I wanted to you. So, what do you think did, that I've gotten you? Oh, mate. See, you're you're sort of more central to the closer to the city. There's more options. Mm-hmm. I feel. There is only a handful of uh, things you can get me in the suburb that I'm, mm-hmm. that I'm in, okay. Bulleen. So, most likely it's a kebab yeah. <laughs> or a pizza mm-hmm. or um, I reckon that's it. <laughs> that's all that is around here. Uh, you, could be, yeah, you could be onto something. How far off is – actually, I can tell you how far off yours yeah, is. I, Hopefully, I nothing's happened yet. in the meantime. Let's see. Um I'm just Check having a look out. at the Uber Eats app. I've actually used the business function, Ooh. you know, like I put in the card. It's the first order business I've card, done yeah. on the yeah. business expense because yeah. I normally leave that to you. Yeah. And um, there's a whole section on Uber Eats where you put in your business. Is that what is that what you do? Well, I did see that and then you can assign other people to be able to use it. It seems quite, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, so it seems pretty thought through. Arrival for, for you business. was in four minutes. Oh, Great. Um, um, I just need uh, Amy and I have, have I, she, it was one of these things where she's like I, I said oh I can't wait to share this with Josh on the show she said mm-hmm. don't you dare put it on the show and then then she You're goes like, oh, have you heard you what he to, said about that, Brie yes <laughs> <laughs> that makes you, and then she said that makes you want to do it more doesn't doesn't it mm-hmm. when I when I say don't put it on the show I was like yeah, yeah. it does it definitely does um, the, one of the most infuriating this is silly because it's such a basic question infuriating mm-hmm. every time she's going outside she says to me well what's the weather is it cold should i put on a should i put on a jumper I've, i actually came to the conclusion that uh it's pretty safe that in winter time mm-hmm. always go warm 
Yeah. Always go warm. It's not like summertime is like you can be look outside and it looks a bit, and then you go out Even and spring? it's super hot. Spring, mate. Mm-hmm. Safe to wear a jumper yeah. and then just put it, hold it. Mm-hmm. And so there's just this infuriating conversation. Where is Amy going? Like, and why, why are you going out and then what's Amy planning? I'm, I'm at home and she's just going to do some shopping. Okay, <laughs> but it's always, what's the weather? Is it cold outside? Is it cold mm-hmm. enough for a jumper? I'm just why like, why don't you just set a rule and just say, Look, I'll just tell you if it's hot. <laughs> that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. That's the that's my relationship mm-hmm. rule. Yeah. I will inform you mm-hmm. when the weather is is too hot for a jumper, mm-hmm. and then that's when you. So other than that, it's always a jumper that you'll be taking. I mean, the thing no, that like you that. need to be aware of is when you bring up stuff within your relationship that's very low level, you are opening yourself up for feedback. <laughs> I got some feedback. Have you had last some? Night. Yeah. Did you get a, a text message? Unsolicited or Unsol- did you always unsolicited? When am I ever asking people for their opinions in this sort of context, <laughs> you know? Uh, all right, all right. So I got this from Ben Fordham at Benny. 8:37 p.m. last night. Right, you got um, you got breakfast radio in about 3 hours <laughs> time. What are you doing up messaging Josh? So, mate, and it's all it's all written out it like very sort of spread out. It says, mate. Oh, wow. Buy your own fucking coffee. Get up first. Get in the shower first. Buy the fucking coffees. Brie is not your mum or your personal assistant. If it means something to you, take control. Thanks, bro. BF. <laughs> best friend or best friend? Yeah, ben best friend. <laughs> I mean, he's, I think. Um, it's. I mean, nice. I don't like being told what to do, so. I didn't get the coffee this morning because <laughs> I felt like I'd be doing it for Ben. And if I'm going to do it, it's for, it's for Bree and I. No, that is funny. That is funny. Oh, I'm, I'm pumped for this food. I'm hey, I'll, this tell food. You, I'll tell you how. It's very hard to concentrate, isn't it, when you're, um, it, if you're trying to decide. When you, get a, when you get a delivery, Bodhi just got a delivery from his grandparents. Um, he was so excited. Up. And he, he, got a, he got a brand new Transformer. Mm-hmm. I it can actually great. give Bree one of the sliders. Breezy, do you want to? Um, I got sliders. Do you want to? Do you want to, You can have. You can have one of them, and just put the other oh, two yeah. on the plate. You pick the one that you want. Oh, now that is a generous guy. You know, don't listen. What a flex. Don't, <laughs> what a, <laughs> yeah, what a Ben move. Fordham. What sort of? <laughs> what sort of guy is giving up one of his sliders? And it's definitely, yeah. I'm not doing this for optics. I was going to do it anyway. <laughs> I forgot we were recording, to be honest. Do you know I actually got it thinking, because I am always considering, oh, what mm-hmm. if Brie likes, wants to eat yes. too? It's like a fun time for us. Um, and I thought you could have given her one, mm-hmm. so I'm glad that you did and I didn't yeah. have to tell you I hopefully, to do hopefully it. Hopefully she takes one of the chicken ones. If I end up with two chicken, I'll be, I'll be well, um, upset. Well, Bodhi's favourite food at the moment. I don't know if it's a food. It's definitely not a food. Uh, vitamin C tablets that taste like orange. Okay. He's obsessed. I mean, and he you're, only gets, you're doing that a bit. Like you, you're going in the vitamin C yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's always always good. I'm feeling a bit under the weather. Um, but I I gave him, I get, I crack off half, mm-hmm. and so he gets half a tab. Um, but now I've realised that. I can't go for a drive with him because sometimes I want him to go to sleep and we have to go for a little hoon around the suburb. Um, I can't give him a vitamin C around the time that we go in the car where he might be sleeping because this week in the car and I'm tired. When you're trying to get a kid to sleep, it's like usually coincides with you being really tired as well because you're like, oh God, when will this kid sleep so I can just like 
pull, put my chair back and just have a little have a little nap because he won't sleep in a bed during the day. Sleeps at so night you, in his bed. So you go into the um, you go to a car park or something. Oh, I have many, mate. I have been everywhere. Did I've you hear been about in the car parks that, lurking? The guy that um it's, got a fine because he was in his car. Do you hear about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm going. Second, I'm there was a, but the, the, his housemate was having s- loud sex. Oh, so that's why that was, he... that was after curfew, though. It was after curfew. Okay. And so you're a gronk if you're out after curfew. Sure. Okay, that it's makes just, sense. It's the rule. Don't yeah. leave the house after eight. Yeah. Whereas I'm dry, like it might coincide that's with getting petrol level. or I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I'm heading out, right? Mm-hmm. I'd be so surprised if they actually find you and you're like, mate, I've got a kid. It'd be a good story. I feel like you'd be able sleep. to create a video on it. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, and so what's so the vitamin Bodhi, C got to do with it? So Bodhi's trying to sleep mm-hmm. and he doesn't, it's a bit sour for him to crunch up the vitamin C tablet. And so what he started doing is just, just oh. licking it like a cat licking a salt oh. lick. And so in the back, he's like, he's, he's falling asleep mm-hmm. and then he drops the vitamin C oh. and wakes up oh. and, where is it? And he's panicking, panicking. Where's my vitamin C gone? Who's stolen it? Oh, and grabs it. And then there was a few times where he actually dropped it down onto the ground. And I had to pull over and fucking get this thing. No more. No more. What about an if, everlasting if gobstopper? Oh, remember those things? That'd be, no, but you can still I mean, get them. If I got, if I sent you guys one as a gift for Bodhi, would you let him have it? Nah, nah. He'd become obsessed with it. It'd be like some sort of weird, weird sort of tick of his. He'd just have it in his pocket and just be just pulling it out every five minutes. It's, it's freaky. Did you have one as a kid though? Yeah, we went to the... I used to get them from the shops, mm-hmm. uh, smaller ones and then the big ones. I got too impatient with them, so I'd like to like break yeah, them open. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like you'd get a different flavour and there's a bit of fizz on the inside. I'm actually surprised Bodhi is a... He, he, he holds stuff. Like he, um, he, he doesn't go necessarily... I, I would think, because he loves chocolate, he would just go like... Like mm-hmm. stuff his face. He like hides it he, and shit. No, he just he goes slow at it, mm. and he uh, savors it. I was really impressed. Really is this impressed just on the vitamin him. C, or is this actually chocolate? Because he was smashing well, he the, it, the Easter eggs. Yeah, he was. But there, but like a bigger piece of chocolate, um, some dessert. Your orders there, lost by the way. It. Is it? Is yep. it? All right, I'm, I'm going to go check this. Hang on. All right. So, everyone, what I've gotten him is a McDonald's. I got him. Uh, nuggets, a Big Mac, and something else, and some sauces too. But he can, he can let him do this. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Are you happy? <laughs> Are you happy or not? Yeah. Well, you can it say depends on what's in it. I feel like you're disappointed. No, 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 no. I no. Um, I'm happy <laughs> because no. There's a Big Mac in there. I'm unhappy. Well, the Big Mac was free. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Amy can have the Big Mac. That's I'm happy. What I, thought. I, I had the rule of not eating um, beef, meat, and yeah. so no, the this is good. So no, this is great because it's actually what I would never go and buy, mm-hmm. and so it's always nice when you get something. You okay, describe what you would got. never buy. All right, so I've got uh, chicken McNuggets, ten mm-hmm. of them. Um, Wasn't it twenty? Ten. No. Oh, hang on, ten. two packs of ten. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, got you twenty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, got two of these. I got a fillet of fish, very um, in theme with this week because we're talking about them. Can you show me a fillet of fish? Oh, wow. fish. I want to see what it looks like. 
Oh, wow. It looks fake. <laughs> it Doesn't literally it? looks fake. Oh, my Can God. We get a still? Let's get the thumbnail for that. That's ridiculous. Hang on. Get- I'll pull that down. Look oh. at it glistening. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It, it it really does look fake. And so you've got a filo, filo fish. Filo fish. Filo some nug, fish. Some nugs. The sauces. And what sauces have you got? All right, I got. Um, oh, I got Big Mac sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, how yes. big is, is the Big Mac sauce? I want to say. Okay, yeah. It's it's just a small little mm-hmm. serving. Not it yeah. seems like normal size. And then I've got um, what else we got here? Uh, we got sweet and sour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your your standard, yeah. stock standard, and then um. What else is down here? What's in this? Shaker what is, fries. I, oh, yeah. So, do you know what shaker fries are? Dude, old school. I don't understand old it. School. So, I just, I just added it in. But what is it? So, shaker fries, cheeseburger flavored shaker seasoning for shaker fries. Oh, and so wow. is it like peri peri? Is that the idea? Like Hang it's on, like a peri peri chips. Yeah. So it's like yeah. It's so it's. Feels like a salty, you know, salt texture. What does it say to do? Has it got instructions? I'm just going to start eating one of my. Oh my god! Sliders. So it smells like cheeseburger. It smells like the sort of oniony, um, yeah, the onion. Oh, it's just a powder. And so what I'm going to do is mix in some um, some chips into this bag that they supply mm-hmm. you with. I won't go all of them, so I can sort of have a few with some other stuff. Well, you do and that. I'll, and I'll show you everyone what the sliders look like. It's a slider from Grilled. Bree ended up giving me all three because she felt like a sandwich instead. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Okay. So I've shaken up the shaker fries and I've got... Um, mm. Oh, wow. Do they taste different? Heaps different. Really? Mm. So it's giving them a full flavor. Like Macca's chips are just salty. Now these are like actually adding a flavor to it. So shaker fries... When did they, like, I wonder if you can just buy, because I saw, I nearly got this for you, but I thought it would have been annoying. You can buy milk and bread from Macca's now. <laughs> you should have got me. So I nearly got Macca's you milk bag and, and you like just I got- just got you, like, groceries from Macca's, but I thought you would have been pissed off. Do you know, um, in the back of my head today, because I haven't eaten meat from Macca's, mm-hmm. like I said, for a couple of years, meat being beef, um... I literally was like, oh, maybe I'll just get like, because I wanted burgers today. And so you nailed it. You've nailed right. it. And I was like, maybe I'll just get like a dirty Big Mac or something. Mm-hmm. Like, so, I, so will you I have the thinking, Big Mac? It's been know. a while. I wanna, yeah, I think have it. Because, so you're having the, the filo a fish, mm. filet a fish? It's f- filet. Filet o fish? It's meant to be. Yeah, is there an o, o in the middle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Filet o fish. Now, so Filet they put a lot of tartare sauce. A lot. Oh. That's good. Mm. Happy? Yeah, I'm happy. And it's actually Amy's favourite burger. Really? So I'm okay, gonna so you're going to give that a half. Is it fishy? It definitely tastes like fish. Yeah. Okay. Like a big um, finger, a fish finger? We big fish finger? It tastes finger like kid? that, but better. Okay. Yeah, we had them. We had them. Amy was a big fish finger kid. Is it a rectangle Maybe that's piece why of she cheese? Likes them. Is it because I think I remember when I worked at Macca's, they were like small rectangular. It's at the bottom, and it's com- it's, it's complete. It's just like a, it's completely uh, melted. Okay. And so I couldn't tell you what shape. Okay. It is. No, that's fine. All right. And oh, so are you going to have your Big Mac then? Yeah. Okay. 
I feel like this is one of the whole cases of like, oh no, you got me a Big Mac, and then I was like, oh, you don't have to eat it. And you're like, no, 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 I'm not going to eat it. It's like you don't have to. No, 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 it's in my mouth. No, I didn't say I had to eat it. I've got willpower. But I'm off the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, but you only um, have a certain amount of willpower. <laughs> Do you reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon yeah, there is literally so there is um, it's a thing called ego depletion. So look it up. We all have a bucket of willpower, and there's only a certain amount. Like it's not endless amount. So if you decide I'm going to eat well, that uses up a bit of your willpower. Then if oh, you yeah. decide, okay, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m., that uses some more. And you can get yep. to a point where there's no willpower left and that's ego depletion. And if you get to that stage, you start doing uh, shit that you just want to do. Mm. So it's just like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm going to eat the Big Mac because you've got no none left in your bucket. Why ego depletion? Is Don't it know, saying I'll- that your ego is driving your... What's, it, what's the ego driving? Yeah, it's interesting, I'll tell you. So... Ego depletion theory. I think I read this in, um, uh, I think Dan Ariely, the organizational psychologist, spoke about it. Ego oh, yeah. depletion, this is on Wikipedia. Ego depletion refers to the idea that self control or willpower draws upon yeah. a limited pool of mental resources that can be used up. With the word ego used in psychological sense rather than the colloquial sense. When the energy for a mental activity is low, Self-control typically is impaired, which would mm. be considered a state of ego depletion. So, okay, so it's, it's almost like it's more of a you. You're vulnerable when you're really tired. Mm-hmm. You've had a huge day, and so if you're relying on your your will, like that willpower or that mm-hmm. holding off, it can be affected by the times that you are tired or. It's all a bit too much, which is where the non-negotiable thing, I guess, mm-hmm. becomes a powerful thing. So you're not relying on power or, you know, self-control because it's a, I don't do that. Well, I don't so drink. this is the whole thing. So this is the thing. So the um, where it gets used is when it comes to food and things like that. So if you, um, if you don't want, if you want to lose weight or if you want to control your calories, yeah. um, if you, if you want to avoid ego depletion, one of the senses is you, uh, it's like a language change. So normally yeah. when people are at a party and they're on a diet and they, uh, they're they serving cake, there's yeah. two different ways that you can say it and the, the, like decline the cake. And depending on how you say it will depend on whether it will potentially use some of your willpower or not. So mm. the first version uh, is uh, I can't have that. Or I'm not allowed to. Ha- I'm I'm not allowed that. And so if you do yeah. that, that is using, I think, more willpower because uh, you are potentially wanting it. Whereas if you change the language to, I don't want that. No thank. Uh, no thanks. I don't want any. That then is way more powerful because you're actually not entering into that uh, the bucket of willpower. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Because then when you're like, oh, I miss it. Oh, I wish I could have it. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying no, then you're, you you feel the pain in that because mm-hmm. you're longing for it at that moment. It's um, Amy's getting stuck right into that fillet of fish. Really? And she just said, I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> She's a happy, happy girl in this oh, house. This is good. I, for me, the drinking stuff, it's like mm-hmm. having such a clear no in my head 
doesn't I don't feel like I'm requiring any willpower. I'm requ- I don't need anything. There's actually nothing. I think that's because you've reconciled that this is a choice that you want to make. It's not happening to you. Yeah. You are choosing and that's where like if you work somewhere, you have way more likely, like there's a higher likelihood to succeed if you're at a workplace and you say, this isn't perfect for me right now, but I'm working here because I'm going to, I'm making money to be able to go on to the next thing or because I'm doing this or that versus if you say... I fucking hate my job. I don't want to be here, but I have to be yeah. here. All of yeah, a sudden, you're um, you're entering into a space where you're a bit of an out of control, and you're going to have to enter into your willpower. And then, yeah. all of a sudden, if you're using your willpower for that, then all of a sudden, when a Big Mac comes in front of you, like it has now, yeah, 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 maybe needs to eat it. And so, <laughs> I mean, you can you can actually see that. Like, how many times have you in the last? Like, I I can relate to this anyway. It's like you give yourself a break. How many times are you like, I, I feel like to give myself a break. Like, fuck, I've worked hard yeah. all day. I'm just going to order food. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I think the reason is, is because if you're in Victoria right now, we're having to enter into willpower mm. because we are not deciding to be stuck at home right now. And so yeah. the, I think that that's why for me, I was very keen in the early days to be like, we're making the choice of moving early as a way yeah. of it not feeling as as though it was being forced upon us or it was a de- and that it was a decision that was made by us because mm. if it's a decision made by us ownership and all of that sort of stuff is at a higher level yeah anyway big mac yeah i mean i i i could, i put my sort of blinkers on it helps mm-hmm. for certain things and i and i think about how it can be destructive to be sort of single focused like if you are sort of that rigid rule mm-hmm. and then what kind of energy that brings and the, the alcohol one requires some level of trade-off about being so just like no I, that's not what i do at this moment mm-hmm. has a whole bunch of ricochet effect but then there's it's like weighing up so there's like some negatives in that sort of um, really sort of strict thinking about how I don't do it and that's, you know, but then on the other side is a higher benefit, a higher mm. reward than any of the little negatives that come out of having a really focused mindset. And so, I mean, look at athletes. It's like some of them are so like what it requires to to achieve whatever they're doing, training and and not doing all the things. You see how it's like, it can be really destructive when they come at the other side because it's it falls apart because they were able to achieve in a certain area and have all this sort of strict rules around behavior mm-hmm. and then when you release it what happens there it's like well all of a go. sudden you have choice it you becomes, have choice. and so what happens with so you deciding not to drink all of a sudden you don't have to necessarily use the willpower like you had to before. So mm. if it was, if you had the option of, oh yeah, I have a balanced diet and I drink whenever and it's like, I'm yeah. just, it's all about balance. You're potentially having to use that willpower and there's a great, yeah. um, there's an old- You know what it avoids though? It, sorry, just to yeah. say, it av- what you avoid, so for me that pattern, that approach of, I'll just do it sort of, you know, every now and then, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, no, nothing specific, it's just- I end up might drink fucking five days in a row and then have three weeks off and then whatever it be, once a week for multiple weeks. Um, what happens is 
the the feelings about ha- ha- myself. And so then it's like how you are looking at yourself. And that's that self-talk of like, oh, you piece of shit. You haven't done this right mm-hmm. or you're not doing, you know, that's where the pain can come from. Whereas the the strict no allow it, it like you're not entering into those feelings. Mm-hmm. And so it, wor- it definitely works for some. It's just about is it consistent? Can you keep it consistent for the rest of your life or for a long period of time? But then there's um, uh, I think it's a TED talk, the um, paradox of choice. Have you, have you have you watched that? No. I just remember the guy's got really good jeans on. He's like old school sort of. What kind like, of jeans? Yeah, you know, I think yeah, nah, they're like um, <laughs> like a light. Are they blue. Subi jeans? Yeah, I don't know. They were cool jeans, but there's um, it's what year? Two thousand six. So it's fourteen years old. But um, the paradox of choice. It's even a book. Um. The theory is rather than just reading it, I'll just tell you what I remember of it. It's just the whole thing of why is it that we have Netflix, Stan, and all of this, all these different mm. fucking streaming services, yet we can't work out what fucking movie to watch. And so yeah. I think that this plays into it as well, where it's like um, more choice doesn't mean that life's easier. It actually gets harder. That's why it's great. Like In and Out Burger is fucking awesome because it's like you've got only a few things on the menu and that's where from uh, Apple's perspective in the 90s Apple had so many different products and they were failing and when Steve Jobs came back it was all about simplifying it was um, giving consumers less rather than more choice which I Mm. think is um, something that uh, gets gets lost because you just want to add so much more we, oh yeah, it was, so there's, it's like an illusion mm-hmm. that multiple options gives you. Ah, oh, you feel comfort in. Oh, I've got lots of. So, so I've got lots to choose from. Mm-hmm. So I feel you know it's like you can only choose one. <laughs> so that's yeah, the, but then that is the thing. So that's the paradox. Oh, I love having lots to choose from. Then you're like, fuck, I can't even choose one. Mm-hmm. It definitely happens. Yeah, so often. And so yeah, then I, I just, la- 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 I always land on watching the world's toughest prisons. Let's be honest. That's what everyone lands on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's like when you're like, you know, there's choices that you make when it's like you're fed up with everything else. And so mm. you've given up at that point and you're watching something just because it's, it's there. You don't, you don't care for it. And you're like, whatever. I found that the other night and I was watching world's toughest prisons and it was like season three or something. And this mm. host, he was awesome. And he was like, I was like, is this guy a tough motherfucker or what? Like, I can't tell. He goes in and stays in the prison for five days. And he's, you know, he's in like South America. He's in. This is the, where there was the German one. German, too, yeah. yeah so, the, yeah, the German, German one <laughs> where they've got fucking everything. It's a, it's a kingdom. No, no, no. Do they have, uh, but, do they have the, um, the glass soda stream? They've got the crystal one. <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking this guy up and let me find him. He served 12 years in prison and he was talking because i thought he was just like you know a bit of a poser it'd be like me in there mm-hmm. doing presenting it's like someone's like oh this, good guy is could be this? <laughs> this guy um anyway he did 12 years in prison and he was wrongfully convicted he never committed the crime yeah it's full on isn't that horrible yeah it's not ideal yeah my go-to yeah, so- at the moment with that like just having a fallback is um shit's creek Shit's great, yeah. You've mentioned it's fucking that. Fucking great, yeah. So Brain Eye, Amy's being, on like, it. Amy's so on easy. It. When you have a show that you can watch, they only go for like twenty minutes. 
so you can like punch out two and it's no problem. But just having the at the end of the day, we know what we're watching. Yeah, is is so much easier. Yeah, I think so. This guy's name, I think, is uh, Raphael Rowe. Mm-hmm. Raphael Rowe, and in prison he learnt journalism. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which studied. He, yeah, he studied journalism and um, came out the other side and now lands a TV gig. I mean, imagine those lives where you're just like, you know, when people people that just have gone through, you know, high school, got a job, you know, had it pretty easy. Just, you know, life's, you know, it's meant to be where it's meant to be. It's like very easy to say that. But when you have something very tough like being sent to prison when you didn't do the crime mm-hmm. oh, and then your life actually turns out well on the other side or you get it back on the straight and narrow and then you you know it's a serving it's a serving belief to think this all happened for a reason i am Mm. here because of x y and z and if it didn't you know the lessons i learned from those tough times i mean what else what else have we got to really pull on well yeah everyone's got their own unique story uh ray mooney who was my old screenwriting lecturer he um he was the first australian prisoner to get his degree in prison Wow. That um, was Pentridge Prison, wasn't it? Uh, yep. Yeah, it was at H Division there. But it was just wow. interesting. Like he, um, he he started off writing plays and then films. And um, mm. yes, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting because I remember um, he's such a, uh, yeah, he, he was, he had a, such an impact in regards to how he taught. He was such a, um, he, he is such a great teacher. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's 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 interesting to think about thing like I think that people go into oh what did like what did you do or what the whole thing but it's it's interesting yeah. with a lot of um, people who have those ex- experiences you don't feel you don't necessarily feel comfortable. Are you eating a Big Mac? Is that what that sound is? No, sorry, this is a nugget. Okay, what, yeah, what are you saying? The, do yeah, you think inter- he had an interesting perspective? Like, did he yeah, have a- yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting. I think that like he um, he. Uh, he's written some um, interesting books on on uh, on sort of the topics of things that he's learnt whilst being like so where he's become friends with inmates and then sort of learnt about different things. Yeah, um, yeah. I just remember well, I mean, like because I was younger, like I was twenty one when uh, I found out. I was like, oh, he was in fucking prison. And mm-hmm. It's just like it's that whole. Um, it's a weird thing. Like the first time. Like, do you have you? Uh, have you ever become friends with someone and then found out that they've had some crazy past? Um, no, I think it's I think it's the curiosity around someone that may have a disability, being a wheelchair, you know, mm-hmm. could have had an accident, and it's the curiosity around how it happened, and, mm-hmm. you know, because I think everyone's think thinking in them about themselves at that point. It's like, wow, like you're looking at your own life, thinking about if you went to prison or if you mm-hmm. were in a car accident, all these mm-hmm. things. And I've had friends that have been all in all of those situations: prison, paraplegics. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's all of that suicide. What happened? You know, you just it's you're instantly taken to the place. But mm-hmm. um, no, I mean we've had Mick Hall on the show who mm-hmm. served quite a long time in prison, and now he's you know helping people um, kick kick the habit, kick mm-hmm. drug addiction mm-hmm. with, with a, rehab. a yeah. yeah rehab facility, dayhab. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's where it's like, it would feel like a new existence. It would feel mm-hmm. like you've had two lives, right? Yeah. A lot of these people like that have been in prison have had a belief system to survive those places. 
and then the, if they're coming out, they're needing to acclimatize to a whole new, not just environment, but internal environment about how to live in this world. And so, yeah, it's a unique perspective that you can't get without though without having that experience. So there's definitely something different about the people who have been through it. Mm. Have you had any have... friends that have gone to juvie that were able to come out on the other side a better person? Because I don't know what I was reading, but I, I, yeah. I was reading something the other day around um, maybe the book The Listening Society, but they were talking about um, how juvie uh, basically mm. just fucks with people. Like it's, it's actually not... Yeah. It, it doesn't serve. Like there needs to be some sort of intervention that happens at a young age, but it's, it needs to be yeah. around education or trying to work out a purpose for the for these individuals rather than putting them into a system that uh, yeah. where everyone's committing crime and and that's where you yeah. know it sort of becomes a systemic thing. Oh, my friend would call me most nights from juvenile, mm-hmm. and he'd and so he'd call. So what the way he'd do it was. Because you can't call it's like an episode of numbers. Fucking um, serial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so what he did, his mum would call me and then bring me in on the three way, and then mm-hmm. we would just chat. And so we were connected, and then mm-hmm. we'd be chatting. But he definitely the what I heard from him about that environment. Imagine being at a school camp. I don't know if you've had the experience with like the boys, which. Is is it? It's probably the most negative part of having mm-hmm. the boys, mm-hmm. where you feel like there's stacks on. It's like you don't feel safe. It's a you footy feel club like, vibe. yeah, yeah. It's, it is like you fucking things are getting thrown. You're all staying in one room. You know, I, I had a bottle, a two liter bottle of water, thrown in the dark, and it fucking hit me on the dick, mm-hmm. and my balls went up into my chest. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I just remember that feeling of I'm. You're not safe in this moment. Mm-hmm. He. That's what you're on edge in those places. I don't think there's. A, I don't think you can just think you're at home. Mm-hmm. You don't. And so, I think he had something to do with a banana, and there was some guys were fucking with him, and like mm-hmm. these are young, young kids, but they're nasty yeah. as fuck. A lot of them. Yeah. That's why they're in there. They're not in there because they're just good, good little kids. They're in there because they're fucking. So, what's the solution? Shit. Do you think? I, I don't know. Room, I mean, so. it could be something around real world Spring. examples with. So real world uh, li- so life lessons. So I don't know. There could be some kind of system that um, takes young kids and partners them with adults that you know uh, know a thing or two have been through similar experiences and come out the mm-hmm. other side. Role models. But this is the thing. We're not. We're trying to solve the judicial. What is it called? The judicial system mm-hmm. or the fucking. Like that, the that is such broader, a con- like it, but it's even broader than that, right? It's the um, yeah. Where does forgiveness? Where does um, environment versus like your fucking genetics? Like where where does that all sort of yeah. fit? Like, are there people that are yeah. born that are just fucking tweaked? Yeah, it's it's, it's mental health, and mm. and so I mentioned to Mick Hall, who uh, was in prison for many years, said in some of the hardest prisons in Australia, I said, oh, you know, it's for they're trying to reform you. And he laughed at that point. Like, they're not, they, they're locking people up. They mm-hmm. don't want to, maybe there's a small case of people coming out really reformed and, and more educated than when they went in, more empathetic and more love, whatever. But I think there is the other side where it's like, 
they're locked up. You're caging mm-hmm. it. You're caging humans. Yeah. F- and this is without looking at what they've done because there's many that fucking deserve to be mm-hmm. locked away and there's not much coming back for a lot of them. But it's... And then um, you look at their life experience and how fucked up things that they may have experienced and then... Yeah, it exactly. Becomes I mean, this world... Cyclical problem. World's toughest prisons is... Mm-hmm. Uh, a version of looking at what the system looks like in different countries. And so South America, this one, there was, it's a full hierarchy. Like there is a market store within the prison where people are running businesses. And this one guy was running a business that was making more money on the inside than what he was making on the outside as a drug dealer. And so he lost his house and now he was the kingpin in this space Without being like a when when you say kingpin, he's not like some killer. He was just like a guy that ran this area, and literally had become a business Mm -hmm. person and had bought a house since being in there for his family on the outside. Like it's it's fascinating. It's worth watching because then you jump over to Germany, it's a different thing, and you jump over to Asia, and it's like Mm -hmm. fuck me. And if you could be, you don't want to be. You see some of these things, and it's like, oh man, they're so entrepreneurial. If they could just move it to something that wasn't illegal, they'd actually do really well. Mate, I knew a lot of drug dealers when I was young. Good business, like for what they were selling, mm-hmm. they were good operators. Good business, good product. Yeah, you know, you know, it's supply and demand. I tell you, bro. <laughs> can, can you um? Can you eat the Big Mac? I've, yeah, I've, I've already been eating it. I've already. T- I've What'd got halfway through it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's Big Mac. On Mike, Big Mac bite. Yeah, I'll get it on my. Mm. Tastes like a Big Mac. It's good. And on that note, uh, I'm going to go. I, I didn't want to eat on camera. Uh, I, I had a few, but I've got shit in my teeth that's annoying the fuck out of me. I need some floss. Um, well, I'm going to go watch World Toughest Prisons. Perfect. To, you know. I think I'm going to go watch It's Craig. Uh, <laughs> it's a daily talk show. If you haven't yet, Tony Lodge, the legend, she has her own podcast. It's called One Trick Tony. If you type One Trick Tony, that's Tony with an I to your favourite uh, favorite podcast app, uh, you can listen. There's two episodes yeah, or, up. Or uh, Instagram as well. Just mm-hmm. got a little Insta. One, One Trick, Trick Tony, Tony Show. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, uh, don't yeah, troll right. the person that's got One Trick Tony. We, we did contact her to try and get her. Yeah. Hadn't yeah. uploaded we, for a long time. You would have thought that we, we could will have got her. We will get it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Today right, the talk nice. show. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good one. See ya. Love you guys. Bye.